Girlfriends, this is Pastor Marissa. Thank you so much for tuning into this month's podcast. Um, we have a special guest with us for this month, and that is Pastor Kathy Dana. Pastor Kathy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Pastor Marissa, and it's great to be here and to talk to the women's ministry, also known as Girlfriends. Yeah, we are so happy to have you. Um, and for those of you that don't know, Pastor Kathy runs our benevolence ministry here at the church. So Pastor Kathy, could you just kind of give a brief overview of what the benevolence ministry is for the girlfriends that have never even heard of benevolence or are new to church or that whole concept of even what does benevolence mean? Yes, I'd be glad to. And actually, benevolence is just part of the deacon ministry. Okay. It is something that we have been assigned by Pastor Greg and the trustees to be in charge of, to administrate, and to uh, minister to our congregation and others that may be in need. And benevolence means doing good for somebody else. So um, we have uh, our funds are coming from the consecrated offering that we have okay. in the early part of the year. And um, through the generosity of the church and their willingness and their passion to serve others, they donate generously into the benevolence fund. Okay, so it does. So for the benevolence fund, it doesn't just come for career consecration Sunday. Like people could give throughout the year if they so choose. That's correct. They can at any time. We have some people that give just here and there during the year, and um, and when they they put it in the offering. It is a free will offering. It's not part of their tithe. Okay. And we see uh, just about every month there are more donations into the benevolence fund. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Yes, yes. So how do the, the deacon ministry um, identify the needs of those that are in need of the Benevolence Fund? Well, those requests can come from anywhere, actually. Okay. They can come from, um, very often it comes because people come up to the altar for prayer at the end of service. Really? And we may identify a need there. Um, it could come from uh, just somebody calling on a deacon or myself or talking to one of the other pastors and just sharing the need for prayer and then it will be uncovered that they also they, their prayer is related to a financial need or another crisis going on in their family. Okay, so there is no like necessarily like a, a, a one-size-fits-all into receiving no, it's from the benevolence fund. a myriad of things, you know. Uh, we are able because if we have funds and the money in the fund that we can respond to other things. For example, when we see Convoy of Hope is going to a crisis area okay. somewhere in the world, um, we'll, we'll say, well, maybe we should consider this if we have the funds available to donate. And that was recently done through, um, th through Samaritan's Purse and Convoy of Hope ministering to what is going on in the Ukraine right now. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. so it's not just here, it's not just at the Mission Church, but although Mission Church is our priority, Okay. Um, if we didn't have the funds, then we wouldn't be able to do that. But because people are so uh, generous in our church, we do have the funds to minister. And we are very careful about what organizations we actually put donations to. Okay. We do a lot of research and see, is it top-heavy? Is more uh, money going into that fund that goes to administrative needs rather than directly to the person who would be receiving the benefits of that fund? So um, we have rated... Um, uh, other organizations have rated Convoy of Hope and Samaritan's Purse, and they're way over 90% goes to exactly what the intended need is. They're oh, not wow. top-heavy, so we're careful about that. Okay, 
Yeah. All right. And then if somebody is in need of, of, benevol- of benevolence, of the benevolence fund, yeah. um, is that something that that is necessarily like a monthly thing or is it really just like, okay, you need something for a month or two months and then do you help them identify yeah. maybe what the issue might be? That- there is a whole process and we've developed it. I think I've been part of the deacon's ministry for maybe about 12 years now. And I serve with six deacons right now, um, Jean Marie and Rick Ranieri, um, Marisol and Steve Hoffman, and Jane and Gerard D'Ambrosio. So between all of us, seven of us, um, we may have um, a request from somebody that maybe lost a job, there's maybe there's a need for their children, uh, various things. And we have developed a process whereby um, there's a form that they fill out. It's a form that looks like um, a budget and sometimes we find this is the first time that person has ever had the, the boldness to sit down and look what are my income and what is my outgo what are my all my expenses and then you do the math at the bottom and you find out there's a deficit there and maybe okay. after we look at this form um, we, we look it over carefully and we meet with them and we pair up together there'll be two deacons or myself and a deacon at this meeting with the individual, not threatening at all. We start with prayer, always start with prayer. Okay. We listen and then we look at the form after that. And very often we've found that maybe they haven't gone to social services yet mm. and we make a recommendation. We've done a lot of research to see what social services can offer people, okay. whether you're in Dutchess or Putnam County, it's different for each county. And um, they'll find out what social service is able to help them with, whether it be food stamps, whether it be Section 8 application, all of those things. And then we look it over and uh, we meet together. We determine whether this is a need that we can help them with. We never just want to say, okay, here's a check and goodbye, because guess what? Mm. That crisis didn't just happen. Very often it has been developing over, it could even be years where there's maybe there's just some money management that could be done better. Yeah. It's as simple as that many times. Yeah. Or maybe there's some training or maybe there's other things. There's a whole myriad that it's not one size fits all by any means. All right. So you're definitely pairing with the individual and partnering with them to help them not be dependent on on an outside source. Exactly. And also, yeah, because if whatever brought you to that problem, we want to prevent it from happening again in the future. Some things are are beyond your control. Illnesses certainly set lots of things into a spin. Mm. But um, it's just, um, let's see if we can help you in all humility. We're not threatening. And very often we pair up the deacons or myself with people. Some men are more comfortable talking to men. Mm. And so would be two of the men, men deacons. Sometimes it's a woman, women to women. Sometimes it's couples. It, it could be a whole bunch of things. But we, we discuss this amongst, amongst ourselves. Once the form is filled out, we do that first interview. Then we meet together, all the deacons together, whether it be a Zoom call, a phone call, a conference call, however yeah. we can do it. Lots of times it's on a Sunday morning between services. And um, we sit together and we brainstorm what could be the best thing, okay. you know. Well, we've had um, social workers or even former social workers on the deacons that know the ropes of social services. Mm. So that has always been a, a great benefit. Mm. Um, there might be one of the one of the gentlemen just based on his business can say, well, I heard about a job in such and such company. You know, it's a lot of networking as well. 
and then we meet again with the person and we, we uh, offer to show them um, what we would like to suggest and nothing is ever mandatory. It's always up to them, but we always do this prayerfully and kindly so yeah. that we're not threatening to them. Exactly. Because, you know, it's quite humiliating to be able to, to, to come somewhere and ask for help. It, mm. it takes a great strength, actually, to ask for help. And yeah. we, we, we uh, recognize that, and we want to keep, treat them with respect. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, we were talking about it in terms of, you know, our day and our age. But in terms of biblically, like, where do we see this this process, this idea of benevolence, helping out, extending to others, seem very clearly. Yeah, well, it all goes back to the royal law of love. <laughs> it goes back to that. And I have a couple of scriptures I looked up, but there's there's one in particular, and I'll end, probably end with that one, but okay. it says uh, in Galatians uh, 5, 13, at the second part, it says, but through love serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Mm. So that is really the beginning of that. You know, it, it always goes back to love. You know, um, uh, the other part of that is 610. And we say this to our, each other many times. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Mm. So that really does narrow it all down to us, for us. And also in 1 John three, sixteen, by this we know love, because he laid down his life for us. And uh, up above before that, we know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. And he who does not love his brother abides in death. And so we want to make sure that everything that um, we do is done in love. Absolutely. And just coming alongside. As we always say, we're not doing, we're not a handout, we're a hand up. Mm. And um, we have done a lot of research on that. And sometimes when you hand money out too easily, mm. it, um, you're not helping. Yeah. You're hurting. Mm. And you're only causing that situation to happen again. And that yeah. is the main goal, is to, to prevent, prevent it from happening again and to uh, improve that financial future. Yeah. So that, I, I, I am just so blessed to be able to lead this ministry, I have to tell you. Yeah. What a wonderful thing it is to um, be able to alleviate somebody's worry. Yeah, it, it, especially like what you were saying before, like I really stuck out to me is that it takes a great deal of strength and a great deal of, of being humble to say, I need help right Absolutely. now. And I'm gonna, you know, for some people they won't ask because of their pride because, oh, I, I can't ask yeah. for help. But for somebody to actually say, no, I need help. Yeah. And I want to get help, not just monetarily, but also where can I improve financially? Or yeah. if that is, a, maybe it is a money management issue, like you said. Lots um, of times it is a money management issue. You know, we do not pay for credit card bills. Mm. That would be only be encouraging bad behavior. Yep. We don't do that. But more of the things that you depend on, like your car insurance, your rent, your electricity. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we work towards um, improving that because uh, we want to stop the, the uh, dripping. We want to stop and to be better eventually. And um, that is really where our focus is all the time. We actually have a vision statement, and it's always on our agenda for the meeting. Okay. And it says, that we'll assist our congregation by giving them a handout up to help in time of need, to help our members and friends recognize God's ownership of all that we have and to mm. teach good stewardship yeah. of what God has entrusted to us. Mm. 
the exercising of benevolence is an opportunity pro to proclaim the love of God to our members, to adherents, the community, including organizations that serve in the welfare of the community and the country and also the world. Mm, so we're not that. just here. And by the grace of God, we are able to do that. Our, um, our, our policy and our program for benevolence has been borrowed by other uh, churches oh, okay. as well. So it is a good model. Oh, wow. So I, I, I learned know. so much tonight. <laughs> like, I, you know, I always just thought, you know, when we, when we gave on Consecration Sunday, you know, I knew it was going into benevolence. I knew it was going, you know, for people or organizations yeah. that were in need. But I didn't realize the process. I didn't realize the the hand up method or the yes. amount of meetings yes. and, and really the amount of care and attention that you and the other deacons are actually putting into Excellent. helping those that are in need. Exactly, it is definitely a partnership. And I think that they, they do well. Um, it could be a short-term fix, it could be a long-term relationship. Very often it's a long-term relationship. And you have no idea how awesome it is when we do a stewardship recommendation to them at the end. Mm. You know, maybe it'd be better to do this, but we're not telling you you have to, but we're giving you a suggestion. Yeah. And very often when they follow it, they do so well. And mm. it's such a blessing to see, you know, a young mom in crisis um, getting through a difficult pregnancy or, you know, all those things that go with this. Yeah. A million stories. When you see um, when they follow it and they do so well, it's just like wow that we had we had to be part of that. Yeah, and it was just a, a gift to be able to be part of it. Oh my gosh, yes, that's so I wonderful! Know, I know that's so wonderful. Yeah, well, it is, Pastor Kathy, thank you so much for coming and joining us and just giving us a little bit more insight into what the deacons do and what you do to help our congregation. Um, and if you would be so kind, if you could pray for the girlfriends yes. this month. Yes, it's so so much fun now. Girlfriends back, and, <laughs> and, and I look forward to seeing what what comes next. You know, it's not just the young girls; it's it's the the middle age, it's the young adults, it's it's right up to senior citizens. Exactly. And, and we're all in this together. So Absolutely. Whether we're, whether we're seventy or or seventeen, it's yep. all good. Absolutely. All good. Thank you for volunteering to do it. It's oh, wonderful. absolutely. I've it's what I feel called by God to do. So. Absolutely, and that's that's the best place to be and to be in God's will. So. Absolutely. Father, we just thank you for the girlfriend's yes, Jesus. ministry. Yes, thank you, Lord. I pray a blessing over Pastor Marissa and her team. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God, as we go forward and we able to minister to other women, Lord God, to, to raise them up, Lord God, as a, as a church community. Yes, We're God. all in this together, Lord, and we thank you, Lord. God, you have called us together for such a time as this. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank Amen. you, Lord. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So, girlfriends, thank you so much for, for listening and tuning in this month. Um, please join us again next month for our next special guest. All right. Take care, guys. All consuming fire.